Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hey man, it's Kevin Smith, the guy who feels everything he says is so important that he's got six podcasts to his name. And you're listening to Hey Fam, another podcast he's trying to get his elbow inside of. Man, spread his voice around like a virus. Hey fam, welcome to Hey Fam. My name is Levins. My name is Angus. And tonight, it's game night, baby. It's game night, baby. <laughs> um, we've, been, we've been talking a lot about games on the portable system or home, home console, console? Yeah. Nintendo Switch lately. Uh, maybe you've noticed in the last year. Yeah, it's actually a year. Yeah, like it was almost. March third last year. year. Yeah, Basically, wow, a year when this is out, it's going to be a year. That's wild. Happy first birthday! Which maybe next week we'll do a retrospective on what we thought of. The- nah, Filthy Casuals just did that. Fuck doing that. Ours would be ours would be better, better, though. way more positive. At the yeah, very ours least. would be positive <laughs> because both people involved with the podcast will actually like the switch. So it's probably <laughs> going to be like, yeah, not not many arguments, but still. Um, but um, we're gonna we are gonna be talking about two Switch games later in the episode, Celeste yeah. and Owlboy. Um, Angus has finally finished Celeste. I have. I finished Owlboy. Have you finished Owlboy? Not yet. Cool. All right. Well, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll have part one of an Owlboy conversation cool. later, uh, yeah, later yeah, in yeah. this episode. But Angus, we've been neglecting a little handheld system that we carry on us at all times. It plays games. It does so many things. And of course, I'm talking about the iPhone. The, I, you know, I the think Sega the- uh, Game, game Gear. Gear. The iPhone is... I've just been playing Echo the Dolphin non-stop. Alex Kidd, take the game out, boom, it still works. Look, before we go there, I'd like to say that we never really do this on HeyFam, but um, I think it's it's fine, like it's okay to sometimes let your guard down. It's, it's okay to say sometimes the world isn't a great place. And as we've seen in the newspapers recently, and anywhere you turn, there's been a big tragedy in the US recently. Uh, fam- covered everywhere. Um, people are speaking up. People are... Com- people are finally getting a voice to stand up for what they, uh, I guess, have wanted to say for a long time. A corrupt system has allowed this to keep happening, which I think is really upsetting and in poor taste. But uh, I just want to say that, hey fam, want to say that we do stand with Kevin Smith and we're really glad he survived uh, his heart attack this week. We've had it up to here with these heart attacks. We've had it up to here with these heart attacks, this cholesterol level, with this... These heart uh, attacks paying off the US government. So they can keep taking it. It's sickening. You know, you can walk into a bank now and you walk out with a heart attack. It's part of the deal. They put $5 in. You're getting interest. You're getting a heart attack as soon as you leave. And you know what? You can get a heart attack without getting even a background check. Now, I assume everyone listening follows Kevin Smith on Twitter, not even as a fan, just in case he ever tweets something as good as 10 years in. 
and we bone like we're cheating on each other Look, with each other. He's got 240 plus. characters now. <laughs> Shit, it could, it could what, be so much longer. We're watching to see what he's doing. We're all watching. I was really going to hope that your like Stockholm Syndrome would kick in and you'd do that in unison with me. I'm, I'm One so, time more for all time's sake. I'm so shook by the fact we almost lost Kevin Smith. Yeah, so he tweeted this week that uh, he, he had a <laughs> heart attack. Kevin Smith form. Of course he did, yeah. A big uh, unflattering selfie from himself of himself in, in the hospital bed. Like, let's break it down. Despite the fact he was in a, like... Regulation hospital bed Still managed to put his cap on back to front <laughs> Act like somebody's just stuck a finger in his butt And he didn't want it there And he's shocked doing that doy yeah. face and just The only this. face he knows how to do It's the only face he knows how to do And Kevin Smith We, we almost lost him at 47 Now I just want to get this out of the way now but I think it's worth reviewing I'm, I'm always going to call it I, forget, I don't know what number we're up to But in the, in the Smith canon he, he recently had done a uh, He did a live video it was a 20-minute live video on Facebook about his experience in hospital and his heart attack. Is and his heart attack... Is it relate, what the fuck is that noise, by the way? Uh, it's a fire alarm next door. It's, it's Kevin Smith. Kevin Someone's Smith. having a heart attack next door, and I'm getting worried. Uh, he, I'm going to call it the next film on the Kevin Smith can. It's him day after surgery in bed live, just chatting, and someone's uploaded it to YouTube. And I'll tell you what, I thought I knew Kevin Smith, but you find out a hell of a lot more after watching this. So you watch this... I watched this In its entirety? It was 19 minutes Yeah, I was eating And I was like This is perfect You're on your way over And I was like Oh, this is cool Like, I'm into like Watching mad YouTube vids When I know I have a task coming up Be it watching another show Sometimes that's a task So you're like I'm going to kill time By drinking this glass of water And watching this kid in a suit Review McNuggets (laughs) You know what I mean? Sometimes you have a primer Before you jump into that main course And I'm getting more I'm not getting YouTube bread I know you've got YouTube bread I love YouTube bread I'm not getting it. That's not what I'm here to say, but I'm just loving it. It's kind of like mindless. For me, YouTube has replaced television, like terrestrial TV. You just like the, I'll see what's on TV. You gonna, see what's on YouTube. I'll see what's on YouTube before I start doing something, which is kind of weird. I, sometimes I put on, you know, the iPhone 10's waterproof. I pop it on in the shower and just have it playing while I'm in there. I don't put tape over my shit. I don't care if someone's watching. That's fine. But Kevin did this. Blow you got to pay $100 in our Patreon account to watch. To, yeah, to a watch mu- that. A month. That's what you're watching. Um, he did this amazing video and... It was so Kevin Smith. He, I'm trying to, I wrote down some notes while I was watching it, but one of my favorite parts was at one point, um, the doctors were, so he started having this heart attack. So what he was doing is they were filming a live special. A few years ago, he used to do those Kevin Smith lives and they're quite big. That famous um, clip of him, of him talking about how shit it was working on Superman, uh, which is so viral. Like I think it's, and that's probably the best thing DC has done in years in terms of movie, (laughs) moving footage is him talking about how horrible his Superman lives experience was. So he was doing another one of these live specials. He was doing two back to back and he's in the green room between both of them. And he starts feeling a little weird. It turns out it's a heart attack. Guys on the floor having a terrible time. Uh, Paramedics come and get him, take him away. They lied to the audience. He went past the audience who was still out there. Uh, you know, buy I can't do the live show. And they're like, oh, he has food poisoning, which who knows? I mean, yeah. would you go on a, like a gurney to a, um, an ambulance to have food poisoning? I'm not too sure. Anyway, I, guess I mean, the, the kind of food that would poison Kevin a Smith big man eating. like Kevin yeah, Smith. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'd believe He'd be eating those big man breakfasts, maybe. You know those guys? Those big, like, frozen breakfasts you pop in the, uh, those gross American fast food things. Oh, like a TV dinner, but for breakfast? Yeah, you've not bro- seen yeah. these? They're no, called I've the not. big man or something? Oh, man, they're wild. If you ever want to like start and a diet, and- Google one of those and you'll be like, yeah, I'm not eating anything except grapes for like a year straight. <laughs> uh, so the guy is in hospital and he's like, 
talking about he's, all these doctors are serious. I'm like, man, I think he's really bad. We need to take your shirt off to uh, measure your height. And apparently he started freaking out. He's like, no one takes my jersey off. And he's got like a lot of weight issues, obviously. And he was like really apprehensive about that. First very Kevin Smith thing. Then eventually they're like, hey, we're going to have to go through your groin to get to your heart. It's the easiest way for this, uh, I, I guess, like... With the, how the blood's traveling, we're going to have to shave like, you. Please refer to it as my taint. It's like, sorry, it's in my will here. My wife's here. You actually have to call this my brown area or taint, depending yeah. where you're coming from. Um, the doctor was like, we have to shave you. And he's like, no, you're not shaving. I had like this full breakdown. And he's like, you tell me where to shave and I'll shave. And he's like, I'm just really scared of people seeing my penis. And he basically spends a lot of the videos talking about how scared he is of people seeing his penis. That's insane. It's insane. It's insane. This guy's almost dying from a heart attack. His dad died from a heart attack. His mother has had a heart attack. This guy he's- made a movie about like two people making a porno in which his childhood friend Bang. shits on Yeah. Like, like shits on someone else's chest shit. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. He's yeah. like, Don't see my penis. And he's like, I just don't never want anyone to see it. I'm really worried about it. And I'm like, it's kind of weird. Like, even watching it, I'm younger than him, and I'm like, that's a really weird fear to go out on when you're like being told by medical professionals, you're dying, you're dying. So anyway, I think he shaves himself in the end. Oh my god, this is terrible. This beeping. Yeah, there's someone's going down next door. Someone's getting shaved next door. Maybe there's it's yelling. Like, there's yelling. Well, everyone is aware that Angus lives in a bad neighborhood. I'm actually not. I, it's like pretty fine. It's in like a nice part. It's really weird. Um, so then eventually they save him. He's got splints in his heart. He has to be on medication. He's going to have to live the rest of his life. You know. Oh, wow. <laughs> There's some real shit going on outside at Angus's place. Should yeah. We, do, do you want to go look out the window? Sure. I'm going to look out. Then I'm going to report back. Okay, cool. He's going to do the report of the week. Angus as review bra. So there, there's about three very loud alarms going off in Angus's neighborhood and one extremely loud man swearing at somebody. Can you see him? What's going on, Angus? Fill us in. So there's a bit of a share house situation I live next. Uh, kind of perpendicular to it. It's a bit of a, um, I guess, a, a better, for lack of a better word, a halfway house. Right. And there's a lot of people there who are... Uh, in between jobs, in between whatever, living there, a bunch of misfits or odd jobs for... That's probably, like, a bad thing to say, but that's what they are. And Angus looks, calls them riffraff when, call when, riff when, when the mics are off. Yeah, when they're off, we... But also, I'm, uh, I'm directing them in a school musical, and I'm going <laughs> to win the hearts of the neighbourhood soon. And I think from what I gathered there, somebody lit up a cigarette in their room and set it off, and another guy was yelling at him for, like, don't do that. And that's where that came from. And now it's stopped. It's not exciting anymore. But all I want to say is by the end of the video, Kevin Smith started saying, and this is the most Kevin Smith thing ever. He is like, I'm here. I'm, I, I, you know, I've lived through a heart attack. I, I'm feeling better. All this stuff. And, whoops. And uh, to my surprise, people were saying such nice things about me online. And he's like, I had a glimpse of what it's like when I was, when I will die, and it was really nice. He's like, no one said anything bad about me, and I saw what my obituary would be like, and it was so nice. And Chris Pratt came out and said he doesn't even know me, and he's praying for me. And I was just like, <laughs> and then he started crying. Of course he did. And I'm like, this is the most Kevin Smith thing ever. He was stoked. He's like, it was really great. No one made fun of my career that much, and it was really nice. And I just know when I die, it's going to be okay because people are going to say nice things about me. I'm like, man, only Kevin Smith could warp like him having a heart attack into it being all about him. <laughs> and he did. And it was so amazing. That's unbelievable. And I give it 
you know, eight out of eight out of eight dogmas out of ten. I think <laughs> it was my favorite Kevin Smith movie since Chasing Amy. Wow. Yeah, most honest acting I've seen. And the whole time, that's right, his wife's in the corner covering her face because she doesn't want to be a part of it. <laughs> it was amazing. Uh, ever, ever since uh, Kevin and Smith... Sorry, wait, so Jay and Silent Ever since Bob's a Playboy shoot. Movie. Remember he made it to a Playboy shoot? Oh, yeah, and the Superman And he's thing. holding her in oh, it, like yes. hugging her. Heavy. It's weird as shit. <laughs> but yeah, if you guys want to watch the new Kevin Smith movie... <laughs> uh, it's on Netflix. Just type in Kevin Smith Heart Attack. <laughs> new Netflix special. It's so bizarre. So Angus, what kind of movies, what genre of movies would you say Kevin Smith made in the 90s? Like stoner. Comedies. Oh, and that's another thing he says. Sorry, he's like, oh, and have it. people are saying, oh, you're so fat and all you do is smoke weed. Of course, you've got a heart attack. He's like, haven't smoked weed for two days since my operation. Like completely misses what they're... <laughs> What what their accusations are <laughs> Completely misses that And he's like And I've lost some weight recently And it's like well, well Kevin May you live May your taint and, and May you be pwned by taints Look maybe forever pwned May your taint forever be tainted May your clit Forever be simulated And may your brown Forever be browner I think Beautiful words Angus um, I saw a movie today Angus this is, the, this is the segue you get after, this is a good segue. after, after you destroyed my so you segue. Might say a night, no, no, you might say a night in hospital with your dying husband could be a date night. <laughs> you keep thinking this movie's called oh, no, Date Night. It's not night. called Date Night. It's called Game Night. Um, and uh, it's a new comedy movie um, that has been directed by John Francis Daly. Who, Better uh, known as uh, Sam Weir. Sam from Weir from Freaks and Geeks. Freaks and Geeks. Um, and also, uh, I guess more recently as uh, one of the writers behind the Homecoming? Hor- Horrible Bosses oh. um, movies. And also, yeah, the um, uh, one, one of the of six writers mm. who did um, Spider-Man: Homecoming, and also the Vacation. Uh, what would you call it? The Lego sequel. So Apache history recently when it great comes actor, to movies. yeah, probably one of the best things about Freaks and Geeks. Yeah, absolutely. He sells. He so sells much Freaks of, and Geeks yeah. without his performance in Freaks and Geeks. And shut up if you don't agree with me. There'd be no Stranger Things. Yeah, I definitely think yeah, like the, between him and. Uh, uh, Martin Starr and they they sell Sam. the idea of a, having um, a non traditional lead as somebody who could lead a show. Sam Levine, that's his name. I got, I got Sam Levine, the Jewish guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the three of them are like just Wait, whatever happened so to Sam iconic. Levine? He's the only guy you kind of don't he see. But Martin Starr on, had the best career out of everybody. Sam Levine was in Inglorious Bastards. Oh, he was, wasn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. But Martin Starr's really, you know, he's he's got the most consistent career, I would say, besides Seth Rogen and. Uh, um, Franco I was reading a retrospective Of um, uh, Oscars 2017 Oh with the Busy Phillips Yeah, the, yeah It's a busy, great piece busy Hollywood Phillips, reporter my, I think Who's my favourite Non-geek character yeah. In Freaks and Geeks She plays and Kim And still best friend Who's her best friend IRL Michelle Mich- Williams Yeah Michelle Williams They're like crazy tight aren't they She They're was like, in M- Michelle Williams was in Moonlight uh, no, she wasn't. What was what 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 movie was Michelle Williams in that, that she was in the front row? She was in a film. A film. I, I, saw, I didn't see any. I forget which one. Year. Yeah, no, she's on a Moonlight. Um, no. uh, so anyway, um, they're, they're recapping um, uh, like the the fucking Moonlight and La La Land debacle. Yeah. Well, um, which we've been assured will never happen again. Oh wait, was she in Gone Girl? Is that why she was thinking? Because no, what, Gone Girl was years earlier. What, what, she was what, in something. What was Ben Affleck met on, um, in the front row for last year? Just because he's met Ben Affleck. Why was Ben Affleck in the front row last year? 
If you know the answer to this, don't because tell he's us. a password. We don't deserve I think to because know. he won a best right. director. You Maybe know. Michelle Williams is for that reason too. Um, in any case, Michelle Williams is in the front row next to Busy Phillips, and Biz- she brings her friend Busy Phillips, who played Kim uh, on Fre- on Freaks and Geeks. She yeah. was also um, one of the. She was in Manchester by the Sea, which was uh, the one that Casey Affleck won best actor for last year. Okay, sure. Yeah, um, and. Uh, they're talk- everyone's talking about the, the, the fuck up where, where La La Land got, was, to- was told that they were the best picture before yeah. Moonlight ended up getting the actual award. Um, and uh, it's for the most part, it's like, you know, it's a play-by-play. So you're hearing from the host, Jimmy Kimmel. You're hearing from the Oscars board. It's an amazing read. It's an incredible read. It'd make a great was documentary. Was it Variety? That put it was Variety or Hollywood yeah. Reporter. Yeah. Um, like Hollywood Reporter, yeah. Um, and uh, fuck, it's so great because it, 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 for whatever reason... Um, and there's this brilliant photo of, of all Busy and Michelle next to each other yeah, Mouths like, agape Mouths agape And uh, someone pointed out There's an amazing If you look further up You can see um, The Rock Who is just <laughs> His eyebrows are like Halfway up his just head Just classic rock. It's unbelievable um, But yeah um, B- Busy Phillips Thank is, God whoever took that photo right like, Yeah yeah Great time to snap the crowd But like you've got like Annette Benning Who's married to Warren Beatty Who was the one who like You know Originally said La La Land yeah. Instead of Moonlight And like all these people That like make sense As far as like why they're in the audience Why, Michelle well, Williams was an Oscar nominated and busy, film I just love Busy Phillips was just there as a mate of Michelle Williams I think she takes it everything as far as like oh, it's I think so they, good. ever since like, she's Heath so death. funny in this article she's like they got she, it blown up right like, at one point yeah she's, she's got the picture of them with their mouths agape at the Oscars framed on her wall so good and at one point in the in the article she's talking about like she's between Michelle Williams and Ben Affleck and she's like turns to Ben Affleck and and is like you're fucking Batman you've got to do something <laughs> that's the first and last time anyone will say that to Ben Affleck yeah that was the first and last time anyone had any expectations of him to do anything as Batman the last the next person to that was Joss Whedon on the set of Justice League <laughs> yeah. trying to do reshoots you're fucking Batman do Sh- something shouldn't you go and brand Warren <laughs> Beatty <laughs> do something yeah yeah go ask what Warren Beatty's mum's name is shouldn't you go, shouldn't you go blow up um, uh, the director of La La Land with a grenade launcher. Yeah, was, I think Warren Beatty's mum's called Martha. Do you want to go up and start <laughs> yelling it at him <laughs> while holding a spear above him? Um, yeah. So anyway, this uh, movie, such Game a good Night, article. a great article. Um, uh, that was a great segue too. That was a good natural segue yeah, into into a bit of pop culture. This is the most pop culture centric episode we've done. People, people love the the massive amount of <laughs> different culture. subjects that we talk about on this podcast. And they Chinese nev- cartoons. They, they never complain <laughs> about how many things we cover. And Chinese th- cartoons, th- Nintendo, and Star Wars, and music, and Marvel. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's rap sometimes. About. Rap sometimes. <laughs> Um, and indie games that you don't that you don't play. No, I love them now. <laughs> oh, good. Remember, I'm I love them. All yeah. I do is play them now. Yeah, I've I'm, I'm, <laughs> I've I've ripped my jeans, and all I do <laughs> is I don't I've burnt all of my big label games. <laughs> I've seen how evil it is, and now I support the people that take twelve years to make a game. Yeah, perfect. Because in twelve years, I'll probably play it. <laughs> More on those later. Yeah. Hot um, sizzle. Game night. Mm. Is um, the movie directed by John Francis Daly? Um, as we mentioned, he was Sam Weir. Um, wasn't actually written he by is. him. He's still Sam Weir. You're right. Um, this was uh, it was directed by Jonathan Francis Daly and his writing partner Jonathan Goldstein. And they're both on uh, Homecoming. That's right. Yeah. Um, and, I like to uh, think they're responsible for a lot of the great scenes in Homecoming, especially like the locker room scenes. Like we've already spoken about this. They're like straight up freaks and geeks. Yeah, totally. Um, this is written by someone called Mark Perez, um, and. Uh, it is. I won't tell you much about this movie. I just want to say, like, you know, like when you think about comedy movies lately, like yep. especially like big, big, big cast comedy movies, mm. I feel like you can go back to 
like you know we had the incredible era of Judd Apatow Bridesmaid. related oh, no. pre Bridesmaids not a uh, 40 year old virgin super bad super bad I think it's like that's like the, the peak of that yeah. era for me super bad's still one of my favourite movies I think of all time definitely uh, so and then inspiring. you had like you know all the Seth Rogen offshoots I've loved a lot of the this him is movies. the Andy Evan Goldberg he and, stuff. he and James Franco did him together and, for sure yeah, yeah. really enjoyed that but I feel like in the last five years like you know we got The Hangover and we got Bridesmaids it just started being bad old people there was bad moms bad this you know what I mean? It totally. was like all about like it was all about parents. It's like they found a market. It was like parents going out and having a night off, and that seemed to be like a genre of movie of these types of films. Absolutely, it's like yeah. They moved away from the stoner or the the slacker, and it became about like these naughty unlikely night people out. getting fucked up and and like get, yeah. getting getting in over their heads. I blame the Hangover. 100%. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and I think like this movie is a play on that kind of movie but it has so much more heart to it and the comedy is done so much better the than cast it. is crazy i mean so, jason yeah. bateman who is J- i've got to say a class act yeah but jason bateman yeah his here is um my uh, impersonation of um jason bateman going for this role uh, hey everybody it's me jason bateman uh yeah for I, I thought i would play this character um just the same way that i've played every character Great. for the last 15 years oh, you got the job uh, perfect thank get you so here. much get in here um how's kyle chandler in it as you know he I plays know his pr- uh, uh coach taylor coach, yeah, well, um, uh, yeah kyle chandler plays jason bateman's uh, brother i can um, see it and uh so jason bateman's character max is very competitive very early on in the movie in a flashback scene he meets annie who is played by rachel mcadams mm-hmm. um who i don't i mean i first was introduced to as a comedic actor in the movie mean girls and then i love her uh, in mean wedding girls. crashes oh of course yeah she's yeah, been yeah. that but like you forget you know because like, like a notebook, notebook is, yes. is her big is a big time you know, traveler's wife yeah. she did a lot of like <laughs> But I really, really enjoyed her. She's one of the reasons I quite like Doctor Strange. She's one of the, I, be- she's the best want, thing about it. I wanted to see way more of her, and yeah. I hope that they use her character. I hope so in future installments. Do you know what was sad when I saw the like ten year Marvel photo they did recently, and I was like, "Oh, what's Rachel McAdams in again?" I yeah, was like, that's a waste of Rachel McAdams. Oh, my Ho- shit memory for now. Hopefully, you know. Yeah. Hopefully they'll they'll, they'll use. I it liked it because she thought it, thought Doctor Strange was a dickhead. Totally, and it was post break. all their scenes together. After like when he goes back to yeah when he, in the As astral form yeah, yeah. I, I really like that scene yeah that's really great. good um anyway uh so that they are that she is also very competitive and so these two like you know suburbanite Americans uh are very very competitive and yeah. they you know always doing trivia and there's like this great scene montage of them like growing up in their relationship together and being doing playing games always playing games they're playing dance dance revolution at their wedding that kind of shit. Look. Everyone knows a couple like that. Yeah, and um, it's not so you. It's not me. It's, it's not. not it's not, not me. It's not. But we all know we, one. And I guess I don't think I know one. I, it could be Kevin Smith and his wife. If she was into that video, if she didn't cover her fucking face up, I'd say it was them. <laughs> um, so uh, they now have game nights every yeah. single. Um, Every single, you know, once a week they have a game night and they that's play big. like, that's you know, they, they play Scrabble and you and charades. Charades yeah. is played a lot in this movie, um, and they do it with two other couples. Yeah, they used to do it with another couple, but the, they did it because they loved the wife, and they were their neighbors. But they broke up, Oof. and so now the husband lives next to them. The husband is a cop. The husband is played by Jesse Plemons. Oh, great! Who is also in Friday Night Lights? Yes, who is right. trained by Coach Taylor? Yeah, and he that's crazy. Also, you know, best known as, as Breaking Todd, Bad, Todd, Todd from Breaking, Breaking Bad. Kind of he the was worst in, cunt in Breaking Bad. <clears throat> yeah, he was um, in uh, in the Master, which we talked about recently. Yes. Yeah, um, he's Mo- amazing. He's so good, and I love he Jesse is Clements. like his Clements. role alone is why I want you to go and see this movie. I'm I, a huge Clemens fan. I will go do this. Like, 
People always call him like, you know, Meth Damon or Matt Damon. He's fantastic. No, he's way better than Matt Damon. He channels like the best Tim Heidecker moments. Really? In the- Do you remember that though? When, when Tim Heidecker and, and Eric, Tim and Eric did those uh, bedtime stories yep. and there was that weird suburban one of um, the, the neighbor looking yes. onward and, and, and he moves in and he's like, come over for food. <clears throat> yep. and he be- yeah. 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 He's like, pretty much- watching the big game this weekend. Yep. Come and bring some food. That's pretty much Jesse Plemons' character. Yeah. Who, wow. But he's a cop so who speaks really slowly. He's really dark. Yeah, wow. he, they don't want to invite him because he's so weird. Oh man. You I've will- got so much time for him. You will like die at his okay, character. Good. It's so brilliant. That's awesome. The whole thing is like, um, uh, Jason Bateman's um, character's brother, who's played by Kyle Chandler, is like this big shot who's really successful, and he comes Handsome back. As hell, right? He comes back to town, like you know, is at their um, at their game night, um, and uh, he he wants to host his own game night the next the next week. They all show up there, and he is like, "I've got something different. We've we've, we've I've hired this group that stage a kidnapping, and we have to work, like follow the clues, and then an actual kidnapping happens." Great. Um, that, that's that's an elevator pitch And you're like Great Make the movie And like you know We've seen this kind of plot In lots of these recent Kind of R-rated com- comedies And it's always you know These you know Well-meaning suburbanite People Yeah That like get in End like, up. Way over their heads yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, But Man Rachel McAdams And Jesse Plemons They were just Jesse They, they were so, so good in this movie I love and, him And they, it was really good They, they really gave everyone Uh Everyone was given lots of great stuff to do in this. Yeah. Like, there's lots of you know C and D plots yeah. that, that that pay off in a big way later on in the yeah, movie. Cool. Who else is in it? Um, uh, there's a great Chelsea Peretti cameo. Peretti, oh, um, kind of day for Peretti. The guy who um, uh, it's a build cameo, so I wasn't really spoiling anything. That's there. fine though. Um, the guy who played um, the I don't, I don't want to spoil Westworld One of the main characters Of Westworld Right uh, Who wasn't Anthony Hopkins But he Yeah You know what I'm talking about Yeah I don't want to spoil What happens The review Bernard. with him Bernard Yeah, yeah. Bernard. He's, Bernard He's in it Yeah um, Who's in the Recent Bond films And also Broken Flowers Right Yeah um, And uh, Billy Magnuson um, Billy Magnuson He is Is that, a, is that um, Adam Sandler's Production company <laughs> <laughs> What's he Happy um, Madison's he, You'd know You'd know who uh, he looked really familiar. Now I'm like looking at his, at his things that he's done. I'm like, I, don't know, like, I haven't uh, seen any of these I don't movies. Know who this guy? Who this guy is? He was in Into the Woods and The Great Gilly Hopkins. But yeah, he's, haven't he, seen him. He's really funny. Uh, One to watch. He's in The Big Short. I haven't seen The Big Short. What's he been in? I've, I don't. I don't know who the fuck I've seen him in. But whatever. He's one to watch though, right? He's really really funny in this. Um, he was in the black a Black Mirror episode. I don't watch that either. Um, but yeah, like lots of really, really funny people in the cast. Very well written, and it's a very well shot movie. Like oh, cinematography wow. way better than what you would expect from, from one of these comedies. And these guys are being tipped to do uh, the Flashpoint. Yeah, man, I'd say off the back Does of this, this get, give them like the there is one action scene, like a car chase scene that is. Yeah. Almost comically slow I don't know if that was intentional Maybe But um, there are some action scenes in this That are really well shot There's one that's like Shot like a continuous chase With one, yeah, wow. one shot Which is really good And then there, there is a, um, some, some car stunt work Later in the movie That, that I thought was really good too Well yeah They're tipped but, to do it Yeah I mean, they're, 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 Last time I mean You know DC and directors And like uh, really fun things like this Like they'll, they'll, they'll pan over The entire neighbourhood that, that, that they have the game night in mm. 
and they'll it's like, it's like a, I don't what do you call it, like tilt shift or whatever yeah. when you tilt the aspect of the way you're looking down at um at the houses so it looks like monopoly houses yes. it's really clever yeah, yeah, yeah. like Toys, you know yeah 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 like, where it looks like toys and miniatures and yeah, stuff. yeah 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 um and uh, there's iPhone apps that you know uh, Instagram years ago was a very yeah. popular thing to do so I think. The, the kind of bulk... So were you surprised? Were you like, oh shit. Well, what, someone, actually- uh, Jack from our Hey Fam Hot Takes group, a good friend of the, the podcast, uh, he went and saw it last Check week. Check out his music. Uh, Wolf J. The Wolf J. Real good stuff. Um, and uh, Very kind songs for a kind person. Exactly true. And even unkind people have a listen. <laughs> Maybe it'll change your mind. Um, but um, man, the uh, he, he was just saying like, yeah, this is like a really, really good movie. And I was like, I haven't even heard of it. And uh, I thought it was like a video game related movie. I was like, really? And I looked, I kind of like just saw that it was, you know, the Jason Bateman comedy movie that it was directed by John Francis Daly. I'm like, oh, I really like him. I'm like, and, and, and like, you know, I saw Horrible Bosses. I like parts of it. I yes. go, it goes way over the top and it gets boring pretty quick. Another great thing about this, it's like, it's a hundred minutes, you know, which is... You're in, you're out. You, you exactly. have a laugh. It doesn't, it, doesn't over, it doesn't overstay its welcome. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, do you see this yeah. going to franchise territory because it's going to be so popular? I think it's going to be a sleeper hit for sure. Yeah. And like, like that finds- to the point where I was like, I really want to hear someone else talk about this movie this afternoon when I was walking home from the cinema. And so I looked, I was, and like the, there are so many bad podcasts out there, Angus. We, we might be one of them. Hollywood Babylon. I was like, I was listening, I was getting desperate and I was just like looking up game night. I love when that happens and, when you've and just sorting done by something date. and you need validation. And you're like, who else is out there? I listen to like... And like to get to the, the game night review, I had to listen to the most unwork review of Black Panther. And, wow! And then they're like doing their Oscar predictions and saying how much, um, how, saying how like every film deserves to be on there except Phantom Thread. And wow. like, yeah, it's just hilarious. So yeah. like the Bizarro Hey Fam. Yeah, and like one of them loved this movie, the other one hated this movie. Who star these people? Get them on the show. Get, get them on the, on the show. I'll call them up. Yeah, the, um, Did was, one of them have a heart attack recently? Like, no. Okay, good. It wasn't a smoke. I'm sleeping. It wasn't, it wasn't Hollywood Babylon. But yeah, I would, I would love for you to see this. Yeah, well, I, I'm going to try to see it this weekend. Especially if you're like, like, look, it's, it's not, it's not a 10 out of 10 movie. It's probably not what even an 8 out are? of a 10 movie. It's a really solid 7.5 out of 10 comedy. I've said this countless times on this podcast. You can't have highbrow without lowbrow. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of all. I hate people that will discount one or the other. I think yep. you got to have both. And I think like I was criticizing some of the action direction in this. The comedy direction is some of the best I've seen in a big Hollywood comedy in a long time. That's so, good. Big budget Hollywood movies, sorry, big budget comedy movies, they're fewer and fewer. Mm-hmm. I think the last one I saw, and it's not even a straight up comedy movie, was The Good Guys with Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe. Like, it's hard to see a big budget comedy now. It's just not a profitable yeah. movie in this like current era. And You would think that these ones would be the make the most sense to go straight to Netflix, but I think they get even more ignored with there. Right. Yeah, because it's written off as like a Netflix first or something. Yeah, but it's like it's it's kind of bizarre now to think that at ten years ago, some of the highest budget movies were the Apatow films. Yeah, like, totally right. That wouldn't happen now. That'd go straight to Netflix. What was the last thing Apatow did? This is forty. Is he in something since then? This is forty, and then he's doing a documentary about Gary Shandling right now, which is going straight to Netflix. Right or HBO. But that makes sense because it's a doco. But like, but is his next like film? Right. I don't know what the last so thing. That's going to be did. Like him no, was it heroes. He, that, he directed Trainwreck. Fuck, there was a um, Amy Schumer movie that's essentially like Shallow Hal, but what if, what if, what if it was, what if like the, what if Hal just wanted to find himself attractive? So she plays, but also John Cena rules. <laughs> John Cena was the best thing about about Shallow Hal. No, about uh, Trainwreck. Trainwreck. <laughs> Remember, he's like the hilarious closeted gay. 
I haven't seen Trainwreck. Was I it haven't good? seen it. Oh, you're just saying what it was about, though. I thought you. No, no. Uh, there was another a- Amy Schumer movie that came oh. on. That, that was a trailer before. before right. Oh, they, sure, that, sure, that, sure. That's one of the worst reasons to see the worst things about seeing a, com- a comedy at the at the at the cinema is you have to see like endure so many bad trailers for comedies that are bad. So the last thing you did was Trainwreck, 2015. <laughs> Crazy. Says here he's got another one, Portrait. May it last a portrait of the Abbott brothers, which again sounds like a documentary. Hmm, interesting. So yeah, it's been a while between Apatow joints. Um, and that, I think John Cena was in like another movie about. Oh like, yeah, I saw a trailer for it on YouTube where his kids trying to get boned on a uh, on uh, spring break night. or prom night. That's right. And he and, and, he, he, and it's kind of funny. Him and um <laughs> he beer bongs through his butt. Yeah. I'm going. I need to see this. But it's him and who? Who's, dun, 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 dun. who's John Apatow's wife? Oh yeah, Leslie Mann. So their uh, husband and wife in it. Yeah, I think, and they discover that their daughter, they the daughter's MacBooks open, and this is like I'm sure a thing that's happened to probably the writer because it happens all the time. They're seeing her iMessages up on the laptop screen because you know how it like yeah, with, and it's and just emojis. It's just emojis like eggplants and like finger wet going and stuff, into yeah, and they try to stop her from having sex. It sounds fucking terrible, but I will watch John Cena do comedy any day of the week. Amazing. I'm waiting for the Netflix uh, John Cena stand up special. So go see Game Night. I really enjoyed it. Like, you know, if, if you have fond memories of seeing comedies all the yeah. time at the cinema and now like so rare. where my comedy's at, uh, this it will, will wet your it? appetite. Yeah, exactly. Do you know this is weird? Like, I was actually thinking this week, it might have been a podcast I was listening to. People aren't really talking about it in, there's no, it's not not covered covered by movies. You know, you either do geeky shit or you do auteur, auteur shit. shit. Yeah. We're the, we're the only, we're the only ones brave enough to cover little, it all, baby. Yeah, with that taint. We're not quite yeah, brown. We're the taint of movie podcasts. We're not quite brown. We're not quite clear. We're just in the <clears> middle, <throat> mm-hmm. and that's why people listen to us. <laughs> I bet you Kevin Smith would love it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so before you're talking about consoles and the Switch and how we're not going to do an episode looking back on the Switch next week, which now that you mentioned, it, I totally agree with. <laughs> it's not us. We'll focus on it. But we spoke about a very popular console, which you're probably carrying right now in your pocket listening to a son. And I dare say it's probably like the most popular video game platform in the world. I'm talking about uh, smartphone games. Yeah, that's right. I would like to add to Angus's segue. We were just talking about game night. Angus and I have been oh, having a little bit of a it. games night ourselves. Ourselves. And now look at the name of the episode. Oh, it's no, it don't game make sense. Bracket S Night. We came up with the episode and worked well, backwards. Game S Night Shalamalan. What do you the, think about that? I think it's really good. Game M Night Shalamalan. Let's do that. <laughs> So we came up with that and we reverse engineered this episode. I'm like, I don't have time to see a movie. And you're like, I'm going to go see Game Night. That'll make sense. I'm like, I'm going to download a fuckload of iPhone games. That is a cynical lie. You know how this, this came about? How? I texted you during the week and I was like, Angus, I've been, I've been really enjoying these iOS it's games. It's true. It was really nice. You're like, here's some games I think you would enjoy. It was so nice. And I think like, you know, mobile games get a really bad rap. Because I feel like, you know, for everything that people complain about, mm. loot boxes and all that kind of shit, that shit wouldn't exist without mobile gaming. Exactly. Your in-apps, or, your freemiums. Yeah, your freemium apps. And like, you know, just basically trying to squeeze bucks out of people for, to play a mediocre experience. So what happened was, I, like, the way I remember it, when iPhone came out and iPad, there were these amazing new games, which were awesome. They're still referred to as like some of the best games on this platform. Like, remember Sword and Sorcery? Mm. Like... That's so great. Games yeah, that were made specifically for this platform. I don't know if it's because of it's a money thing or they just don't get made now. Now we get watered down ports. Well, of- no. So those those games can, you know, like the four ninety nine to like you know nine ninety nine games can profit, but nowhere near to the level of it's money a free that game you can make with an app a, purchase. Exactly. Like we saw this happen with um, Super Mario Run. Mm. Great. 
finished, fully fledged, beautiful looking game, but it cost fourteen ninety nine in Australia. No one bought it. And, and we did. Those that did, or like, you know, those that, that downloaded the free part then gave it a fucking zero, zero star like, rating. Oh, there's only three worlds in it. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, well, pay, pay for a game. But, and you then, know, and then Fire Emblem is like one of the most profitable, profitable ones. ones. It is yeah. the most profitable game and that it's Nintendo's a made. thing, yeah. But it's, it's, it's so interesting that, uh, you know, when the iPhone came out, there's still the games that I think that are referred to as like the best innovative iPhone games. They're still from that first four years of the iPhone. You know what I mean? Mm. Like there was that one, I forget what it's called, but it was like almost black and white and you're a guy running. It was the first game that kind of implemented the endless runner. Cannabolt. Cannabolt. Yeah, yeah. That's like one of the greatest iPhone games ever. And that implemented, it was the first use I can remember of seeing like mainstream endless runner and you having to jump, uh, tap to jump. Yeah. Like every game since then has almost been a version of that. Like those stupid like temple run games, which they rebrand with like Frozen or DC. <laughs> yeah, totally. You know what I mean? Then you had Angry Birds, which I always thought was crass. I was an Angry Birds fan. Yeah, I was never... That, that never appealed. It never appealed to me. I don't slow. know if it was the character design or the speed or whatever. But it seems like now great iPhone games don't come out as much because they're just ports of like other games like you can get Final Fantasy 15 except like cute style already on your iPhone yeah, you know what I mean version, yeah. yeah and like you can get like <laughs> every Square Enix game basically you can get every like Grand Theft Auto like you know what I mean it just became literally a port machine and I, we haven't seen I haven't personally I don't know if it's because I'm not looking as much but I miss that era and the innovation which was a developer making a game that was for an iPhone in mind. For so, a somebody who hasn't isn't going to sit down and have like a couple hour session gaming. Someone who can pick it up, play it. It you know fits the confines of the screen. It, it uses one hand because you don't yeah. want to be, like well, I've missed that. And I know they're out there, but I just find them that they're not getting made as much. I loved um, Monument Valley. Oh, Monument Valley the is the like, sequel to that came out last year. Is one of my favorite games. Monument Valley is one of the year, best yeah. ones. That's that's one that I'm talking about where I'm like the great iPhone games. Um, and then other like puzzle games that I've really enjoyed. Old Man year. by the Sea. Yep, um, uh, Mini Metro, where you um, yeah, you Mini Metro is another. Got to, you've got to build train lines, um, and then of course Threes, which is one of the, is one of the best games of the last of the last decade. In my uh, Reigns, have you seen this one where you're like, well, the... uh, yeah, I, I was actually on my list of ones to talk about because that was one that you recommended yeah. to me. Have you played um, it? And then Downwell, did you play Downwell? Yes, that guy style. You know, the, the creator of that now works at Nintendo. Really? Yeah. Oh, Downwell is a classic. Pretty cool stuff. Um, so, yeah, I thought we could talk about... Uh, I want to give a spotlight to a few games that um, have the games come out. You, these are the games you play in between playing other games. That's right. Um, these games that you, that you can play walk into a train or on the train or... Yep. On the well, if you are the train. Yeah, it's totally. It's, you can play yeah. it. Um, and these games all cost a little bit. These aren't freemium games. These games all cost, you know, like five bucks or more. So listen up, you candy-crushing motherfuckers. Get the hell out of this podcast now. Pay developers for doing things. Or else You You don't walk into a shop and go, I like that shirt. I might take it and then I'll buy some other stuff later. You buy the shirt. You should buy games. Buy some games, especially when they're good ones. Especially when they're good ones. So I want to start with... Especially, wait, I just want to sizzle something. Please. Especially when you email them afterwards and say, thank you for making a game which affected me on a personal level. Well, this is a game that I want to talk about first. And it even ties into our Celeste discussion later. It does, doesn't it? It's it really does. I saw a lot of parallels between the two games. Um, and it's made by an Australian um, development team. Melbourne-based team. Melbourne scene, yeah. Um, uh, so the game I'm talking about is called Florence. It's called uh, Tripview Melbourne. <laughs> So you know what trams to get. It's got Mountains is the, um, the name of the Mountain Studio. Let um, me check my inbox. Anna, Annapurna Interactive. Yeah. So Annapurna is an offshoot of someone who <coughs> was attached to Monument Valley, as far as I'm aware. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. 
And um, I think the same one. It, it, one of those companies has something to do with the next game I'm going to talk about as well. Really? Um, yeah. Uh, but you, yes, they do. Right. Cool. Good sizzle. That's weird. I just got a, a load on my phone from uh, um, Animal Crossing saying, "Say hello to Celeste." We're going to talk about the game Celeste. But Celeste is the name of a character that I has presume joined. so. Yeah, that'd be yeah. amazing if you could. If, if Celeste, the, like I would like that the mountain from the, Celeste is now a, like a playable character in Animal Crossing. Just pop, a pop, big game. mountain who makes noises. That's funny that we were talking about talking about apps in a, and, a, and, a, and an iPhone game. It was like, hey, what room me? It what? was pretty weird. Do you still play that one? No. Yeah, cool. I, I didn't even give it a shot. Another freemium. I just know it's not going to be as good as it's a, not at yeah. all. It's like. Yeah, it's the same reason why I stopped playing Monster Hunter World. It's like, go here, do this, do that, repeat cycle. Sure. Um, Florence is an interactive story about love and life. Uh, it is the closest thing to like a walking simulator, which is what those ga- kind of games... like. Th- th- basically, it's a way to tell a story using a game console. It reminded me of like a super advanced um, short ebook. Yes, definitely. You know what I mean? Like it reminded me... Like I know there's a genre of books released in Asia, especially Japan, which fit like people's phone screens back when they had flip phones and they were interactive sort of stories. I might be way off, but I'm pretty sure I'm not making this up. I, I remember that was like a very big genre. It but, still is a genre. Like you can still download a lot of dating sim games that are Japanese mm-hmm, yeah. and they all originated on mobile and it was all kind of self-contained stories with different paths. But this is like, to me, like a beautiful storybook, super advanced version of that. And so nothing you do in Florence can, you know, affects the narrative it's in any way. It's not a choose your own adventure. It's, no. it's, but you, it is interactive enough. It gets you to do simple little tasks yeah. that make up this character of Florence's day. Um, the art style is gorgeous. So basically it, it, it tells the story of, of Florence who is, uh, you know... Early 20s. And, and single and, you know, uh, she's Jap- Japanese. Job. I think Liv- Chinese. Um, Yo, what's her surname? She always eats sushi. That's fine. I eat okay. it too. Okay. <laughs> you prick. You just said we were woke. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so she um, is, is single and, and she meets a um, musician. A cellist and, they, and they, yeah. start, they start a relationship basically. And so we... And it's dialogue free, by the way. That's right. Yeah. And um, we just uh, uh, allow... We're allowed to... We, we peer in mm. on her life and her relationship as it, yeah. as it blooms. And as uh, you know, it, it, we see the different stages of the relationship, and also the different stages of her career. Yeah, um, and then the like the crumbling of the relationship, and at the seams, like little arguments, and then sad things that I don't know. Have you ever moved in with somebody and they've moved out, like a partner? No. So I've gone through it like two, three, two times. Uh-huh. So this game like really hit me because I was like. <laughs> Oh man, I've I've literally gone through this before and it like super affected me in terms of like her in a career and it's stagnant and like her and moving in with somebody and I, I, I it really it did a number on me where the point where I was playing it on the toilet at work one day I just started crying. Like and that's when I messaged you. I was like, "Man, Florence made me cry." You know, at that exact same moment, somewhere in America, Kevin Smith is having a heart attack. <laughs> I think that's what it was. It wasn't the game. It was no, Kevin no, Smith no, having he, the heart attack. He had the heart attack. Kevin Smith was arguing with a paramedic about shaving his balls, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm crying over a video game. <laughs> um, yeah, it, I don't know. It really affected me, like to the point where it was immediately the game credits rolled, and it had like follow us on Twitter, blah blah, and an email, and I was like, "Oh, I'll check out their Instagram." I'm like, no, you know what? I'm going to write write them right here and now and just wrote to them 
while I was sitting on the toilet being like, Tears thank you for making this face. game. It was really beautiful and you guys are great and it's such an amazing... I hope you guys make more games like this. It's such a great story and you, you executed it so perfectly, blah, blah, blah. And they wrote back today and I just like, oh, yeah, it was really nice. Amazing. They're like, wow, this is amazing. It's the first time anyone's done this. I'm so. more millennial than you. I tweeted about them. That's very cool because that... That's, uh, you know, you want other people to see that. You want people to know you're a nice guy. I, I keep my arm um, nice. I'm the guy who... Uh, you're the what? I donate a, you're the a ward to a hospital. You're the what? I donate a ward <laughs> anonymously, you know? I'm not tweeting about it. Uh, yeah, it's a beautiful game. It looks beautiful. Yeah. The, 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 the soundtrack's the awesome. The music's beautiful. Um, and Even its use of haptic feedback, which is such a dumb thing, but like the... When you touch it and you get the little vibration. Oh, yeah, it's brilliant. It's gorgeous. Yeah. It's like such little nuanced little vibrations and stuff. It's fantastic. And I love what my, my most effective part is like when, when you start your first date, you have to basically like put together a puzzle. Oh, yeah, the conversation. That, that, that makes up the conversation. So your word balloon, yeah. you have to like fill it. Like message word balloon. It's and like yeah, yeah, you have to fill it by... with puzzle pieces. Yeah. And as the date progresses and as your relationship progresses, like so first you have like 10 pieces yeah. and you have eight six and then eventually you just put in like you know three two. or two pieces when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at blue you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online choose your diamond and setting when you found the one you'll get it delivered right to your door Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is into yeah. when, when, when things are going really, really like, well. Aww. But then when, they, when you argue, those pieces get jagged. And they're fast and it's really quick and you have no time to kind of, because you're like not thinking. Like it's just stuff like that, like the psychology really, really behind clever. Yeah, I, I was so for it. It reminded me of like, there was a lot of um, Scott Pilgrim-esque moments. Yes, found, definitely. Where definitely. it was like dealing with relationships and life using like super obvious video game languages, like a meter, like when you're eating and walking and you have to kind of tap to... And when you've got to, when you, when you pro- progress time by yeah, moving by the clock the forward. Yeah. My favorite part, and the, I think the most poignant part for me and the bit where I probably started like <laughs> crying the most was like one of the final chapters and it's called Let Go. And it's a, oh my god! And it's the opposite dude. of the endless runner, which is why I mentioned the. Endless I don't think you runner. should spoil this bit. Yeah, I think just refer to it as. Cha- I mean, everyone yeah. should play it because that, that that bit. Yeah, and I and I realized what you needed to do. Same, and, and you I realized, didn't want to. And you don't want to do it because I thought it was so effective, and I just. And it's the opposite of the endless runner. It's so true. It's that's why I mentioned it earlier. I was yeah. Just like when I played that, I was like going, "This is a genius moment in this game." Like, yeah. 
you want to do something because the whole game up until this point has taught you that touching the screen does stuff. But you, oh. yeah, no, I, and then I, you I see what about, happens. Leave it at that. Yeah, it, I, I love. I, that I think moment. this is only available as an iOS game at the it moment. Is. I, I checked I, it. I, 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 I assume it will make its way. Get to, an iPad. Get an iPhone. Yes, now. just like, get one. But uh, yeah, I, this is a, a brilliant yeah. piece of interactive um, entertainment. It's so beautiful, and um, like. Even though, you know, I've seen everything this game has to show me, I'd probably do it again. I'm probably going to, you know, it's, it's, you could probably, it's an hour long, oh, I would say. That. Um, yeah, I'd say you know, I'll, I'll let my, you know, I'll give it to my wife to play. I reckan it's a great one to show you. Same. Pa- I was parents, playing together with people um, that aren't as familiar with games. I was games. playing it with Chloe. Yeah. I was showing it to her. And then she's like, this is actually going to get too sad. I might have to tap out. Yeah. <laughs> but, but then I told her later that day, I was like, yep, it did. Yeah. <laughs> and I was crying on the toilet. It's, it's so effective. It's so good. Um, yeah. I loved it. I thought it was a gorgeous, gorgeous. Game. I'm so glad you played it. Yeah, no, it was beautiful. I had seen it before. Um, you know how the app store does little news things. And yeah, it's like yeah. game of the day. I had seen it, and then I saw the words Monument Valley, and I think I was like, I will get that later, and I forgot. But I'm so glad I grabbed it and played it. I couldn't put it down. I, I want to hear it again and play the sound. Like I want to listen to it. It was just gorgeous. So yeah, it's published by Annapurna Interactive, and they yeah. also published the next game that I'm going to talk about. Which is called Goragoa. Yes. Did you play this one? Yeah. Yes. Of course I did. My boy, that's I'm amazing. So, yeah, I'm doing. I'm playing games this year. So this one came out last year. It, um, I think it was in like part of uh, Apple's like editors like games. Of well, the it year. came out the, at the end of last year too. And uh, I like, think that's what it won yeah. like 2017. I even think though it came out like h- halfway through December, yeah, it won. And, mm. and I remember um, IGN even that they'd released all the nominees for their best game of the year, and they amended it so that this could be. Um, Yes, available to be voted for best puzzle game of the year. Yeah, it's it's amazing, and again, similar <coughs> execution in like zero dialogue, beautiful score, but this hands-on one, illustration. This one is very much a, a brain scratcher problem. Totally problem solver puzzle. You'll be staring at your screen for five minutes sometimes, trying to figure out. Have you been just part? Sometimes you're like, I don't know what's going on. So, um, have you finished this one? Not yet. Oh man, it is so. F- like fulfilling when Do you know what it reminds it. me of? Like if I was asked right now By an ad agency To pitch this to people our age It's like a Graham Base book Yes As a game So Graham Base stop thinking Graham, Graham Base, Base. Was, was a children's uh, like Illustrator and, and author. author Yeah he did like um, Animalia The anima- 11th Hour The 11th Hour have we, I, I swear we've probably read I think we've spoken about well, this 11th Hour is like Probably my favourite kids book But I'm finding like A lot of it's so similar With like the fantastical But also like Classical art You know what I mean Yeah totally I'm like it's, And reminds me of a Graham Base book brought to life With like you having to search Find oh, things man. Double back There's all these riddles In that book Yeah I would, I would uh, do We should do a like Graham Base set no, I would no, love to Just 11th hour like The Because yeah. if you've gone back And like as an adult And actually My mom teaches I, it So she's like a primary school And she has all the Graham Base books And I like, had kids Because I figured it out um, I started finding the things that you need to find in that book before yeah. working out the riddle at the end of it. Yeah, right. And um, I remember like people were, like not believing me that, that what I was pointing to them with were like the things Clues you were meant stuff. to find. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing, but it reminds me of a grain, like a, a natural evolution of a grain based book, like you using clues within the world and having to double back like that whole idea i found in the game is you going back going to other rooms yeah so basically you it's it's, it's been developed by this guy called jason robert whose name is jason roberts um fake and name the, definitely. first name his, definitely his, real, his real name is robert jason yeah um and uh or jason jason <laughs> um you basically like the, the, your, your screen is divided into four panels, mm. and um, you watch. It's very watch, feel, isn't it? Like yeah. Watercolor. You watch these little vignettes, and then you're able to drag. Like, the vignettes will stop, and then mm. you're able to drag. Like it'll it'll There'll come to a door or, doors, or a window, and yeah. you can drag that window into another mm. panel, and then that becomes 
you zoom zoom out from that door it's and then so it's, it's somewhere else. Who and hadn't then, thought of this game up until now, like on a touch screen? Like it's so beautiful. Yeah. You're just like, why wasn't this one of the first iPhone games? It's totally. such a no-brainer. And this is the kind of format that I, I would just I would love to play one of these a month. Oh, totally. Like, it's these are games that you're like, oh, the iPhone is a serious like game contender, and <laughs> it's not when it's like uh, GTA Chinatown Wars. You yeah, know what I mean? It's totally. not when it's um uh, Final Fantasy VII. It's like these games that are tailor made. It's why the Nintendo games we love. We love so much. Like Mario Odyssey was built around with you know when someone builds a game. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna get to this when we talk about a game in a minute. But when they when uh, a game is built to suit a console, like that's that's when it's perfect harmony. Totally, and that's what totally. the, these two games we've just spoken about. Absolutely, are. definitely. And so this, yeah, it's 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 like an environmental What's puzzle it called again? game. Goro 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 Goro. I'm not too sure. G O G G O G O R O G O A. Yeah, Goro 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 Goro. Like um, between the two of them, you're probably paying fifteen bucks, but goddamn, do it. It's so good. Yeah, and he so it was originally meant to be a card game. Um, oh, like a physical card game or like no, a digital no, no, card an game? An interactive card game. Right. And then he realized that the, the style was getting too complex. And then he just, then he was like, oh, maybe I should turn this into a graphic novel. And then finally figured out like that to, to become an app. Um, Thank God. Yeah, it's a really, really cool story. He's, he started developing the game in 2011. So it's another labor of love game. Wow, by by like, one person, like like, like somebody like, else we've been like playing Al- lately, Alboy, which we'll, we'll talk about later. But yeah. um, yeah, it's 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 really really cool and unique and brilliant. Mm. Um, and yeah, like you know, we always we put so much emphasis on like you know, if you own a PS4, these are the top five games you have mm. to own. If you own a Switch, these are the top mm. five games. Like if you have a a phone, get this, actually, now. this, is, this is, You know, this is on the Switch too. This, what? Is, this is on every. Yeah, it's on. This is a. Uh, on it's on Steam, it's on iOS, it's on Switch. How would you play it on Switch? Um, hand, handheld mode in the, using, the, using the touchscreen, like vertically. I don't know, but I, I just know it's on there. No, you know what? You don't have to because I've noticed it's responsive. So if you actually switch your phone, uh, landscape mode, the game will play landscape. Oh, that's sick. So I think that's it. Well, I had no idea it was on anything but. Phone. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think, think it suits a phone. It though. really suits a phone. Yeah. It's a game you can like, again, it's a toilet game as well. You'll be like, oh, try and sort. See, so, yeah, it switches between the two. Did you mention Old Man's Journey earlier? Yes. Yeah, because I got that. I got a code for that for Switch this week. Oh. That came out on Switch. Have you played that on your phone? Yes. Yeah, is, um, it's I, terrific. Yeah, it's, it's really good. It, it's, it's, it's a bit, I guess when you... You're you're more open to playing a very slower a slower kind of game on, on a phone f- on your phone. That's on, what I mean. On, I, yeah. I find it weird that it's on the Switch because it's a game you make like a. Oh, I've got a couple minutes here. I'll play and then stop playing. But I, I'm I'm going to play it anyway. I'm, yeah. I'm enjoying it, so we can talk about that in, yeah. in a future episode. Um. So yeah, Goa Goa, Florence. Um. And uh, what have I got next? Owlboy, baby. Um. Well, that's 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 in the Switch segment. Oh yeah, the last one I want to talk about. Um, oh, I've got a couple. <laughs> Part-time UFO. Did you yes, play this one? Yes, I do get the How Laboratories game. So How Laboratories are the game developers responsible for Kirby. Kirby. They're, they're like a second-party Nintendo company. They do yeah. Mario Party games. They do a bunch of stuff. Um, and uh, They do Mario Party and they games. Do, they do, no, it's Smash Brothers. Yeah, they do Smash. Like, it's second-party. It's, it's in-house it. Nintendo. Um, and uh, To a degree. To a degree, yeah, totally. And... Um, they also did uh, Box Boy, which is a really, yes. really one of the better um, kind of uh, DS games. DS, DSI, DS Where, what was it? Eshop, yeah. DS Eshop game, 3DS Eshop games. Um, but they uh, they put out their first app this week, or it finally made its way to the West. Uh, it's called Part Time UFO. And when Nintendo announced they were making games for for smartphones, for smartphones I expected more fun shit like this. Yeah, as opposed to like. 
like them trying to do these like big epic yeah port, uh, get mobile versions of of their pre-existing franchise their biggest, their biggest. i was like i just thought it would be like wario esque kind of like dollop yeah. in kind of really no see i was expecting really cool to go ideas. like ham and be like here is a mario game yeah, I, I really like th- playing this. I think there's a time and place for both. As yeah, well. definitely. I know, but I, I wish we, you know, I, I know the amount of creativity. Like, I feel like, I feel like every, every, basically, like every year, one person at Nintendo should just be like, okay, you're making an app. The this iPhone year. game. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's a great idea. Um, Shiggy, it's your turn, just baby. Do, do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Um, and and maybe we can spin something out off, off of that, I love as, that. A, as opposed to the other way around. Like, you know, so how good. do we make, like, I don't really, I don't want a Mario Kart iOS game. Yeah. It's going to be like, not I, as good as Mario Kart. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but like you said, it, it, it goes back to like making something that makes sense on the, on the, yeah. on the platform. And so part-time UFO is uh, a game in which you play like a little UFO catcher. Like, you know, those, the, yes. the skill tester machines with, with the claw, um, that, that you see when you try and you try and catch a toy. Toy Story fans, you know what we're talking about. The claw. Um, but in this one, you're an actual like UFO who mm. has like you know, and 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 so you move this little UFO around, and you're helping out. Uh, you're doing jobs around town. The first yeah. the first level is you picking up crates and mm. and fruit and putting it in the back of a van, and you get different uh, amounts of coins and achievements for you know um, stacking everything neatly with the the right side up or putting everything under in a certain amount of time um it's really really sweet i've not i've not played too much of it but no. um like this is what i would much rather this than than like a- Zelda? animal animal crossing pocket camp or yeah wow like i just find that those i, I don't i don't want to play a freemium see i found pocket camp is perfect for the iphone because it's like almost like shitty iphone games but i want an actual game that's gonna hook me i don't like yeah I don't, I don't want them to do freemium games. I want them to do like maybe yeah, a fourteen ninety nine game was a bit too ambitious, yeah. even if it stars the most well known video game camera in the character in the world. But like, I want Shadow to, the Hedgehog do, exactly. I want them to do fi- Echo the Dolphin. Echo the I, Dolphin. I want them to do five dollar games and yeah, just be like, it'd be nice weird, if they like, can do both. Like, how many fucking killer games were just involved in WarioWare? Look, these are these that maniacs so that haven't even got a virtual console yet out of the Switch. So like. Common sense Fuck, is not. You shared that uh, three billboards three inside New Tonk City. Yes, that someone's done like the three billboards, except it's Mario looking on. It's th- when you're in New Donk and you got those yeah. big billboards everywhere. And it says like it's been three years. Nintendo. No, it's been one year. One year Nintendo, of course. Sorry. Switch is where the hell's like virtual console on Switch. Uh, um, I was thinking today though, Nintendo have given us a virtual console. It's under our noses the whole time. It's Wii U. It's a Wii U virtual console because every fucking month they're releasing Wii U games nobody played. Yeah, it's not a virtual console per se, but we're getting like the Wii U catalog that none of us played. So I bought. Way, I bought them. You bought. And never played play them. them exactly. Yeah. So touche, Nintendo. You have got a virtual... playing, playing Bayonetta for the first time in spite of owning both of those games. I guarantee for... you, they'll be like, "Oh, we it was a virtual console. We released the entire Wii, the Wii U, catalog. U virtual console." Yeah. Uh, so the final game I want to talk about is um, another one that I just picked up today. And it is called um, Arkanoid versus Space Invaders. Mm-hmm. I'm sure everyone yes. everyone was definitely uh, aware you know of Space of Invaders. Um, Arkanoid, maybe not by name. So Space Invaders, obviously, you you know you normally play as little it's spaceship. It's like alleyway or something. It's like you know the old you, you shoot 
uh, you, you, you try and shoot a bunch of aliens as they slowly make their way towards the bottom of the screen. It's a classic arcade game. Arkanoid is... You would have uh, played Arkanoid <laughs> under different names. Well, it's the natural progression of Pong. Uh, it, go, it goes Pong, Breakout, I think it was Arkanoid. called Alleyway on Game Boy where you're like the little thing down the bottom. <laughs> That's right. And you're shooting. You're so like, you, you move like a paddle down the bottom of the screen and you, 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 you your paddle hits the ball. bricks and stuff. And you've got a... Every time... Above you is a bunch of bricks. And yeah. You, and every time every you, console had it. I had it on Game Boy. I had it on Game Gear. They've all got... I think it's like a royalty free uh like um I don't know game. Yeah, so Tato, T A I T O the Tato, famous, not Kevin Smith's Tato, um, yeah. game publishing company. Uh, the it's famous Tato. Japanese arcade uh, uh game makers um who actually uh published they're um, huge in it. Like, published go, Arkanoid in, in nineteen eighty six. So. You go to Japan and there are huge buildings there with just the giant space invader on them, the ta- Taito um like arcade centers. Totally. Yeah. They're um, everywhere. They've oh and oh fuck, it's also they are also the original manufacturers of uh, of, of Space Invaders. And Space Invaders. Yeah, they are. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So it is, yeah, this, this is them combining their two, um, you know, most beloved arcade franchises. The Clint uh, and the Brown. That's right. And then coming up with the Tainto. Um, and uh, it's an incredible, really, really fun. How'd per- it go then? It's perfectly made for... Uh, <laughs> it's not quite a schmuck. Um, you don't shoot in this. So basically, where you would normally in, in Space Invaders, you know, shoot the aliens and avoid their fire... In this one, you, using a baby? You, you you use your your finger to control the arcanoid paddle, mm. and you are catching their the aliens. What the aliens like a ammo fire, and reusing it, and then something. and then press like you can use the momentum of your finger to then fling it back up at um up, up the top of the screen and take out multiple aliens at once. Yeah, and as you and smash bricks, and then yeah, you also take out bricks, and as you take out more bricks, you then your arcanoid paddle levels it's up bigger and shit, and, you and then you you can actually uh, it becomes a bow, and you fire That's what an I was doing arrow. Just then. Fuck! Sick. It is so much fun. I, mean, I was playing it all day. It's it's really really addictive yeah, arcade stuff. Fun. And normally this is like the perfect kind of game that would be like, oh, your Arkanoid panel is tired. Um, Recharge for an hour uh, and come back or spend six dollars now. Exactly. To, yeah. Whereas this game is just six bucks. I think we call that the Sum Sum. Uh... Exactly. I mean, those games are dangerous and shit as well. I can't um, believe you're announcing. But, but, but this game is actually really good. Every level. It doesn't do that, does it? You no, know, it, it's a six dollar once off uh, charge. Like, I'll pay six bucks for a one off game that I have the full version of. Exactly. Like, hands down. Um, and uh, and I, so look, I, I, I would heartily recommend all of the games that we talked about. Do you know about I like? Today. I'm. I have to restrain myself when I see somebody using a free version of an app. Like, from from like telling him like trip view anything I have to restrain myself from like spitting on them oh wow it's like oh I have to change I think like because you know they're they're obviously shit aversion so trip view is like a Sydney based um, train bus ferry yeah and, and the free table. version doesn't save your your, trips. your searches and, and you know sometimes you go to more than one station like if you're a normal person and then it's like oh I have to change it wait you just like. Pay the three dollars. I'll give it to you right now. Like, pay a. This is an app who- that you're going to use every yeah. single day. Like, I, I hate pay that Pay the money. Stuff. Yeah, I totally. Hate it. And oh, sorry, I'm just waiting for the ad to finish so I can see what time I can get home before <laughs> this guy stabs me. And you're like, no, just get on the train. I've I got hate a, it. My my TripView app's tired. I've yeah, got to, I've got I've to got wait, to wait half an hour. Yeah, yeah, I've got to wait so I can generate more crystals. More, oh, <laughs> see, that's what I hate too. It's so unimaginative. Every fucking currency is crystals. I've never walked into a place and they're like, oh, how many crystals would you like? It's like frequent flyer points. It's yep. a lie. Yeah, there's no good. Um, so yeah, play good games on your phone, pay good money for them, and then you'll get good quality in return. Yeah. Uh, that's, the, that's the motto of today's... And uh, then if you cry on the toilet, email them. Exactly. Yeah. That's the most important part. I can't believe they wrote back. I was so embarrassed. Did you tell like, them your toilet? No, I'll tell them now though. Um, 
I also I, um, I, no, I, from Sydney. I started playing that Reigns game, which is like a card game. Yes, uh, where you I play the king. Yes. And, and they've just released a sequel to that where you play the well, queen. Well, I'm playing the. I started with the queen one. So oh, I didn't right. know about the king one. Man, it's fucking really cool. Really Such an amazing. Dark and weird game. We'll go into it further next time, though, but it's an, a game that, again, uses the phone so well. Yep. Like, it couldn't exist without the phone. Um, so, onward now to a uh, another another handheld. Yep. Um, the Sometimes Switch. handheld. Yeah. Sometimes. Home console. I played both of these games almost entirely handheld, um, uh, and I did the opposite. Celeste um, is a is the frantic um, kind of uh, platformer, Meat Boy esque <laughs> platformer. Yeah, um, with a lot of heart. Um, yeah. and, and we were talking about like yeah, like the same way that Florence explores relationships, um, and and mm-hmm. in a way like you know um, figuring out yourself mm-hmm. uh, is that's a big part of the, the story behind Celeste. Yeah. And, uh, Angus, you finished Celeste I finished finally. Celeste a few weekends ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how fucking brutal is that final, uh, as you make your way up the mountain. And then, so you're at the top of the mountain and I actually didn't find it the most brutal. The, uh, not, not the, not the very last bit, but like there are some moments. I found like the worlds before almost more brutal. Yeah. Right. They're, yeah. They're... I think by that stage I was like, <laughs> Pretty good at timing falls and like knowing when to fall, when to jump, when to do the double jump. But that end bit's amazing where the first time ever you get flags and it's a countdown. It doesn't yep. tell you like, you know, it's such a well-made game that it doesn't have to give you a text box saying, oh, each time you get a flag, you're close to the top. Like, you know that because the music and like the number countdown, you're like, and the, and you're, anticipation. You're climbing higher and yeah, higher. And yeah. just, I found that so brilliant. Yeah. I, I thought it was a great game. Beautiful ending. Um, I, I haven't gone back into the center of the the mountain yet. Yeah, there's, 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 there's like bonus there's stuff, right? There's so much end game thing, but I think like by the time you finish that game, I was done. I'm like, I'm not done forever, but no. like, I, I, I'm, I'm good for I'm good for a I'm good for like for a six while. months, I reckon. Especially like, because I, I I got all the the tapes in each world. I got every I, tape too, and uh, got a lot of apples. Um, and by the end of it, I wasn't giving a fuck about apples. I was just like, <laughs> sorry, strawberries, strawberries. Strawberries. I was like, I know they don't do anything. I'm just like, I'm going. I want to finish this game because I had our boy sitting there as well, and I'm like, I love Celeste, but I don't want to ignore it. But I want to finish it But I also don't want to So I may have said A few episodes ago That I, I would I was Considering it very unlikely I had a feeling About what you're going to say That uh, that, a, that I would enjoy a game More than I did Celeste this year Little did you know Like very immediately next... After finishing recording I started playing Owlboy Which Same is here. a port of uh, Not a port It's a Basically It, it, it came it out on Steam It was made for the Wii came out on, It originally that's started right, yeah, For the Wii It was totally. announced in 2007 Or 8 I think um, and it's an independent game made came by out on one Steam. person. Yeah, it came out on Steam last year. Yeah, um, it was announced for the Switch last year as well. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. And uh, the Switch port came out um, at the beginning of February. Mm. Uh, yeah, it was. It, it, it began development in 2007. Yeah, wow. And was released uh, on in 2016 in November on Steam. Yeah. So nine year development. No. Yes. That's crazy, years. isn't it? <laughs> announced for Wii. Uh, yeah, it's so. Well. Creator, I read. Uh, you know, kind of similar to the Celeste, but the guy had a suffered with depression. Yeah, which put him up for making the game for a long time, and I think he worked a bit of that into this game. My fucking god, it's dude! Beautiful. I cried in this game. Wow! I like. I wasn't on the toilet at the time. I Did was, you email him? I was, on, I was on a train platform. That's that. I, were you I, shitting though? No, I wasn't. Yeah, I, I shit on the train. Good. No, everyone knows that. Um, I uh, I got off the train. I hadn't. Fi- I thought I, I assumed I would have finished the game by this point. Yeah. And then I was like, "Fuck! I got a while to go." So I just sat down on the platform. And, oh wow! And, and, until I finished. Did you like? Were you waiting to go somewhere? Or uh, no, I had had some time before I had to be home. Yeah. Um. And uh, man, so this game basically you play as. It, you know what it is? It's like a long. It's like the best 
Super Nintendo game you never saw. Exactly. Like, it looks like a game I imagined as a kid. Like, and it's got all the power-ups that when you're playing a game as a kid, you're like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if you could interact with that background thing? But you knew back then games weren't like that. Like, you couldn't pick up villains' weapons. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or stuff like that. And it's obviously taken, like... It's made by someone who's like us, who's played games and knows the language of games and is, like, presenting it. Yeah, it's just beautiful. I mean... Even though it looks 16-bit, it's not. It's far more advanced and has yeah. a bigger color palette, Absolutely. way better music. But it honestly feels like what we think now. Like, you know, when I got the mini snares, I used to, before I played the games and saw like how fucking bad they looked. And that's not a bad thing. They look great. But in my mind, I had this romanticized versions of what like Super Mario World looked like. And, sure. and then you play it and you're like, oh yeah, my TV is so much better now. And like, it's, it's like, you <laughs> it's know, really stand out. 4K yeah. or whatever. And now you're like, yeah, I guess it is. You isn't. don't have a 4K television. No, but it's like people are like, oh, now I've got a 4K TV. And now I realize that my like 640 by 480 Super Nintendo wasn't as jacked up as I thought. But sure. this is like a game that's optimized for using today's like technology. Yeah, and- I, oh, I, did, I did play a lot of this on my television. How beautiful is it? It looks amazing. Yeah. But like, I just think, you know, like... It's the- like fan art of a game that never existed. The beauty of these games is being able to take them yeah, for sure. wherever you go. I played it both handheld. I finished Celeste handheld at my parents' house. And that's why I want the virtual console so I can have this, you know, the SNES inc- oh, equivalents of these we want on the go. And so Link I can to actually, the Past yeah. to play whenever we exactly. want. Exactly. Blossom Tales is great, but we also want to play Link yeah, to the Past. Yeah, well, like then, then I'd have finished our boy. Blossom Tales is the next one I'm going to finish. Yeah, that's the same. Um, but. So basically, you, you play as um, Otis, who is a, a mute owl. A mute, yeah, he's a, he's a mute character, and I, I love that. Like you normally, you know, like it's a kind of given, especially in you know all these SNES games and most yeah. Nintendo games that you know the player you carry, the character you're playing as, it doesn't speak. But in Look, this one, they make I, it a point I, I come of the story. From the, uh, Bubsy the Bobcat world of gaming, where you're, a, I'm a Gex man. You got a little thing to say. You got a little <laughs> thing or two to say about anything. I, I like my. Uh, my, my characters to spit out things that like Jim Carrey would be like, oh no, no, the mask isn't saying this. Yeah, I like 40 year old. Throw um, this one back. I like people who are 30 years older than me programming a game coming out with jokes that I am not going to understand. Like, I think that's fun. But like, I still remember how shocking it was the first time you heard Mario talk. Yeah. And I was like, nah, not for me. Thank in you the, for playing my game. In like uh, the Mario Sunshine intro movie where they're sitting on a plane or something. Jesus. That FMV is like... One of the worst things ever created. Yeah. It was the first time Nintendo had done like an FMV. Yep. And you're playing it. You're just like, good God. And they're <laughs> on a fucking plane. Jesus. Um, it was after 9-11 too. It was the second biggest tragedy to happen on an airline, I think, you know. Yeah. So, in the early 90s. So Otis, who's the main character in Owlboy, um, flies. He's like a, he's a, yes. he's an Owlboy. Um, a big, a boy it's with It's like a race of people wings. who are like almost, not quite Jedi, but they're kind of like people in society use these owls to deliver things. They're a bit like, they're, they're, they're certain sect of society, aren't they? Yeah. And so you can pick up <clears throat> companion characters. Um, and then those characters uh, projectiles and have stuff. weapons that, yeah. they, that they use, and so you, you yeah, that's the way you 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 fight yep. in this. But it's so such a great le- game about exploration mm. and investigation, yeah, doing totally. things. Yeah, and uh, it's fun to play a game too where you're not grounded uh, by gravity. Normally flying, and this is what I used to think like. When you're playing a game as a kid, you're just like, oh, running so boring. Wouldn't it be great if you could just fly all the time? Like Super Mario Brothers 3, when you get the uh, Tanuki suit, or yep. when you get the, um, you know, the, 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 the leaf, the cape. And obviously, you can't always fly because the games weren't made to support that because, you know, they were like ground, sky, that was it. But it's so interesting, I'm finding, to play a game where you, you, you seldom touch the ground. But when you do, it's almost like flying. You're like, oh, I've got to jump. Like, yeah, exactly. Such a basic function is like, oh, this is weird. I need to jump between two platforms oh how weird 
Yeah. yeah. Like that first moment when you go near water and you can't fly for the first time. Well, there, there, are, there are moments where you're where you unable to fly. Yeah, and you're just like, yeah. oh, this is weird. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this is so strange. Um, but the the world that this is in, so the, the story is like is one of the best mm. stories I've encountered. It's it's a richest, it's, it's, it's as inventive and engrossing as... It's like Zelda or as, something. Well, I was going to say as Cave Story, which is one of my favorite game, yeah, sure. game stories ever. Similar type of game It's way too. richer. Yeah. Um, the ca- characters are more thought out. The dialogue is brilliant. A lot more poignant moments too, like sad moments. Well, I, no, I think Cave Story has plenty of those, but yeah. I think that it, it has a, quite a warp. I keep waiting for that game to lower in price on uh, yeah, Switch. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm due for a replay of that too. You've um, got it. You've got the physical, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Um... But this uh, guy fucks and gets physical versions of the I, I, I get physical with my games, boys and girls. So wild. <laughs> Should I play Cave Story immediately after Owlboy or no? Give it some breathing room. Cave Story, just go in. Like, honestly, like, I don't think you would ever regret how much money you'd spend on Cave Story. If, I if, played it on Mac, though, years ago. I reckon, Ben, I, I, you would be, it's so, it's so, yeah. like, it's like, imagine if Owlboy was just Japanese as hell and, yeah. sh- and, and was more focused on. I am a weeb. We sh- do know exactly. that's established yeah. on the canon of Hey Fam. Um, but the, 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 the world is so rich and, and you feel it's so lived in, like you go to these new destinations mm. and even though you don't necessarily like talk to characters like you do when you go to a new world in Zelda, yeah. it just feels like you don't feel welcome in, 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 no. in a lot, and, and, and there's a lot of like, you know, you know, you've got to learn the new mechanics of this world and. Yeah, you the, don't the, feel welcome, which I think is an amazing plot device, <sighs> to the point where people are downright mean to you. Yeah, and oh, in, so like that—that's what I was going to get at. The characters outside, like obviously, you as a mute, you know, you you are very expressive. I was going to say the expressions are great. Like when you're sad, and when you're in, a, you walk slow, and your face looks sad, and, and you're proud, and like yeah, you know, take, putting putting your foot down. In certain yeah, it's moments. really cool. Yeah, but the. I guess like well, the first character you interact with is like the your teacher. father figure, kind yeah. of teacher. Your mentor. And he puts you down constantly yeah, throughout the game. Um, and uh, yeah, so my, my, the moment that brought me to tears wasn't actually the ending. It was a, it was a moment towards the end with that character. Right. Um, Xenomorphia. Yeah. And uh, so basically there are like pirates who... He fucks who, a fish, who, doesn't he? Yeah, he fucks a fish. Exactly. Fuck. Um, it happens in every... every fish boy. At the end of every off. story in 2018. Fuck a fish. Fish person. <laughs> um... Yeah, but uh, there are like pirates that ransack your village and you have to go and find these like relics in these old owl temples. And And then you meet like a pirate, you meet all these people. It's great. It's so much fun. It's it's everything I want in... Like these are the kind of games that I don't... I know people like... Are hesitant to put to pay as much for a game like this as they would a triple A. I'd pay fifty dollars for this easily, yeah, if not more. Like I love this is like the, a, a perfect me game. Yeah, I love this game. I, as soon as I saw it mentioned last year, I had to restrain myself from not buying it on Steam on Mac or yeah. Other, I was I, just like, this is a Switch I game. I did buy it on Steam. Oh shit! I yeah. sorry, it was five dollars or something over summer, wasn't it? Yeah, I bought, I bought it when it was on sale, and I, like, I bought Hollow Knight, which is coming to Switch soon too. And I've only played like moments that I'm just like, I'm just gonna wait for this. Aren't you on glad Switch. that's on Switch now? Like Owlboy, like it's made for that screen. It's, it's made for it's that incredible. It, yeah. play, it controls so well. I'm loving it. It's so fun. Admittedly, <laughs> I haven't played a lot this week due to other things, but I, it's I've been playing it before work, after work. It's such a great game, and it's a long. It's like a ten hour campaign, it's something so like that. Good. Like and 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 it's riveting the whole way through. I was, the story was really, really really pushing me forward. Yeah. the whole time I was always thinking about last week thinking about those wings <laughs> um, I highly recommend it that this one I think it was, it was like 30 bucks or something yeah that and Celeste are the same price or 5 bucks yeah. difference it's like 
though both those games are like top five Switch oh, indie games. Yeah, oh, without a doubt. Regular, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like Celeste has sold more copies on any console uh, on Switch more than any other platform. Like uh, Switch is carving itself out to be like an indie developer's dream. Though I don't want that to. I conflicted. I also don't want it to become like the Steam handheld. Well, so that's like the the, the bulk of the argument against the Switch. A year on in uh, the filthy There's casuals more episodes, Steam games, and there are well, it's that like you know, I love that I'm finally able to play all these games that I I like. I don't like playing games on my laptop. No, neither do but I. But there's so many good ones, and I like that I'm they're now coming to, to Switch. Like, yeah, I, I, there, there's there's a lot of games that I'm like midway through on, on my Switch. It's not mm. like I'm starved for no. games there. I, I get that. Like, I want Nintendo nin- games exactly, and, like, and apparently there, there was like rumors of like a. Uh, a Nintendo Mini kind of happening this weekend. It's one everywhere, but it go. all being focused on 3DS games. And I just think that, like, if they do that, even though there's, I know, but I, I, I know how angry that will make people. And I, the the leak had so many cool things in it that probably aren't real, but like, uh, like a Link's Awakening um, remastered, remastered on DS. on on 3DS. They'll do that because they're fucking idiots. And a remaster of the Wario game on Virtual Boy. Oh, yeah. Wow. So they'll do that because they're idiots. They'll put it on DS. Um, yeah. Fucking hell. But, but, but the reason it, it, I thought it was real was because they, you know, it, it talked at length about a lot of games that we saw in the post-show E3 um, direct. Right. Um, like that sushi stacker game yeah. and, um, and some other things like that that we haven't heard from since. And I was like, oh, yeah, it makes sense for them to be... To be talking about them, that, like you know, that, that that's going to have to be on a presentation on its own. They they don't like talking about the two consoles together anymore. No, they don't. So we are going to get an all 3ds direct at some point this year. So brace yourselves. Yeah. Um. Hey. Um, I just but, want I, some I, I, like first. I mean, we were spoiled. We had we launched with the Zelda game. <laughs> totally, which is you know ha- had a bunch of extra content added to it that neither of us have finished. Mm. Um, then again, it was a Zelda game for the console before. Totally, but it was superior on the Switch in every single yeah. way. I would, I would just love some more Nintendo games. Like I am getting sick of seeing shit iPhone games that not the ones we've talked about tonight, but appearing on the eShop. Like, totally, and they're like four dollar game. And you're like, no one's playing that. Like, yeah, no, don't approve it. No like, God. yeah, don't totally. care about that. Like, put a developed game for this console and stop doing steam ports i think it's just the way games are now though you, you make it a game for everything yeah but um, sometimes I, that's not a good thing yeah and then like you know like obviously you know switch isn't going to get an assassin's creed or you know these big ubisoft kind of games yeah. but i hope that those studios start making things specifically for the switch so do I. but i just wonder if the gaming they probably won't it's probably going to be that kind of stuff developers yeah. and nintendo and they've all every single developer has been burned by making a nintendo exclusive in the last 10 years because yeah. like you no know zombie, zombie U as the launch title wow that's right um who was that who made that ubisoft, ubisoft wasn't yeah. it yeah um, which is like, which was so cool that that was a launch title, but like, and as if that would happen now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, you know, we, I would, I would love to see, love to, you know, love for Nintendo to reveal more of their cards for the rest of the year on, yeah. on for their own titles. We, we're getting a Kirby game in in two weeks. Yeah, curious to play it. Um, yeah, totally curious yeah. to suck that one up. Yeah, suck that fat pink thing. <laughs> um, suck that pink thing up. <laughs> then we got like Donkey Kong a month later. That's right. Yeah. Funky um, mode, or, or a few more sweet, uh, Wii U ports. Um, yeah, I, Hyrule Warriors. It's, big it's big rumors that 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 uh, we are going to get some form of Smash before the uh, before the the online. Um, oh yeah, the service. online, which they've now delayed two years. It's so silly. 
It's weird. You couldn't imagine like Microsoft or Sony coming out with a new console and being like, and you can't go online for two years. Yeah. It's, it's unheard of. Nintendo, it's insane. Nintendo is so strange. Like they do so many so great many things. decisions. I am kind of getting <laughs> sick of it being the um, Steam and Wii U port machine. Like I just want that innovation I saw for the first six months. It'd be so nice. Yeah, totally. And they've got to fix the eShop. It's impossible to find things on there. Like they've got to have like set it up like the app store or something. Just the rank. It's just like, unless a game's not two weeks old, it disappears from the main screen. Yeah, it would be good to have like a featured. Yeah, it's impossible to find stuff again unless you know the exact name of the game. Yeah, I, I I use the charts a lot, sure, and the um and I like that they have a discounted section. As yeah, well. same. Yeah, and um, you can save stuff now, which is good. Which I do, where I'm like, oh, I'll buy that in four months when inevitably it goes on sale. <laughs> yeah, but like overall, I'm happy with it. It's still my favorite console. Oh, it's like, fantastic. I, I still like you know, it's just not hasn't reached its potential yet. I think totally, and I think. I think a lot of developers are like, oh, fuck, this is something that we should put games on. Yeah, we've seen it reach its potential almost, I think, with um, Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey. I think that's it being like, here I am on full throttle running at 60 frames a second and I look amazing. Yeah. That to me is like, oh, shit, this is it working at its... Well, Mario Odyssey, I think, is more so than Breath of the Wild since that was a game made solely for the Switch. Yeah, I never saw any lag in... There's um, no one to worry about. That's, I want some more of those soon. Fuck, I want some a, like... One, one of the boss fights in Owlboy is like one of the laggiest things I've ever oh, played. Really? On, on That's a shame. Oh, but it was like heaps of fire everywhere and it was just like so slow. Oh, damn. Yeah. Handheld too? Yeah, handheld. Maybe Doctor would have been a bit yeah. different story. Yeah. Bayonetta makes my... Uh, my When I play it docked. Because um, that, that game is definitely one that I, I'm... I'm Mostly playing docked. Mm. Uh, the thing, Which game? It, it's Bayonetta. Bayonetta. It heats up the, the, big old the console. It heats up that console so much. Handheld. Uh, like no, like when it, when it's docked, when, oh, you, when really? you pick it up, it's like it's red hot. You are playing one, aren't you? Yep, yeah, gonna get through How one or two. It? It's really really fun. It's like uh, you know your classic kind of hack and slash. Beat Reminds me a lot of like God of War. Um, right. The cutscenes and story are fucking so stupid. Just like. Um, Big old anime titties No it's like You know Just all your classic Kind of like Did you remember That, that House of the Dead Wii game Where it was just no, like I know of it it's like, you know, Just Just like Just trying to be edgy Yeah Edgy sexy Yeah for some reason The but, art style I really don't like there's it, a, there's like, a, there's I find a, like The clothes ugly The, the characters look yeah. ugly to me And it's there's like a, It's like Trumpy Everything's gold And like gothic And I'm just like Yuck I just don't like The art style for some reason But the gameplay is awesome I hate that The enemy design sucks Does it really? It's like these gross like demons, I just hate the like angel like demon thing. Medieval, like it's not, it's not that at all. Though, I know, overall, but like yeah. some of the design, like yeah. the font and just like the font. Yeah, I just like I, I got to get over it. But no, you, you, I, I don't need to. There's one of the main characters is like the the, the devil or like this underworld wow. character. He's awesome. Okay, he's really good. worth checking character. out. I think definitely. Okay, yeah, I think I think that's inevitable. An inevitable one for for a price drop as it well. It will for sure. It's like what, a, you know, it's, one of them is an eight year old game. Totally. You know what's crazy is that um, physical Switch games, unless they're they're, they're like Nintendo, you can't find it. They people that are, at least in Australia, there's motherfuckers aren't getting ordered. I know. At I went all. to go get Doom the other day, and I couldn't like. Sorry, a day after it came out, I was curious to get it. I was tossing up between. That yeah, and I didn't get Doom too. Can't get it anywhere. Physical. Damn. They just got like they don't unless it's yeah like a first party game or something. They're barely doing physicals. Real weird. It's interesting too because they're like championing, you know, download the game, but it's got like no onboard memory. <laughs> and even then, I've had to delete some games of you to save space. I've I got like a two hundred and something. Gig- right, I got one twenty eight. Yeah. And you're like, well, you can download it again. You bought Xenoblade, isn't Xenoblade? Xenoblade and it. did you buy that digitally? Yeah. 
Oh right, yeah, that's that, that's an enormous game. Xenoblade right? and um, LA Noir are quite big. Have you played any LA Noir? No, I've never played it before. That's why I went to get it. But you bought it? Yeah, I went to like when, show. When you play that shit? Um, probably after Owlboy. <laughs> I just wanted to get it and be like, I want Rockstar to know people are buying these games, so they like perhaps do other games. Here's my prediction: you take that game back <laughs> two weeks after starting playing it. Oh, it's digital. I can't. Oh fuck! All right, okay. You didn't like it? No, I hate that game. Yeah. Yeah. So you, I've heard either people hate it or people love it and still compare it, like say what's one of the best like, game experiences. I was sucking into it the foot when I first started playing it, but um, it's one of those games where it's so hinged on like, oh, you know, you've got to read, mm. you've got to do all this, you've got to be the, the best reporter and like you've got to make all these mm. decisions and be like, you know, that that's how you do well at yeah. being a police guy. But then your actions don't really alter the story at all and right. these things that happen in cutscenes then demote you to shittier parts of the yeah that sucks of the police it's, it's shit i don't know well i'll let you know what yeah. i think i just saw a lot of praise for it i don't know if it was people with rose tinted glasses being like it's out on the switch it's a classic get it i don't know i saw like a lot of praise yeah and saying it's like the best version of it as well they've got rid of a lot of i'd be keen to know what, what, what it's like playing yeah you know, i know they've changed the ago. i got it when like the day it came out on ps3 right. I know they changed a lot of the interrogation. It's now literally good cop or bad cop. Like it spells it out for you. Right. Yeah, sure. Which I think is alleviating. Whereas then it was like, like, is is this person telling the truth? Is this person like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they've like changed that a lot. And apparently it's made the game a lot more enjoyable. Yeah. And then then the action stuff was secondary, right? Yeah. It was very secondary to the point where you could skip it if you wanted to. Yeah, sure. Um, so I'm keen to play it. I yeah. think it looks like great. I love that era of uh, the voice. The voice stream. work was great. The acting's great. The yeah. motion capture. Yeah, I'll let you know what I think. <clears throat> awesome. Well, Angus, this is a pl- absolute pleasure. This it was, week. It was a games night. Games night. Shemail. It was a real game night. It was a twist. The movie. We were dead all along, and the uh, Mel Gibson's wife told us all to swing a baseball bat to defeat the aliens. Remember that? What? Have you seen Signs? No, I've not seen Signs. That's the ending. I think his dead wife's like swing a baseball bat, and that's how they beat the aliens. Do you know how fucked that movie is? Unlike all of his other movies? Well, like, aliens invade, and then they find out this is the, that they're allergic to water. But they invaded a planet that's like 70 to 80% water. What's the Mark Wahlberg... The happening, where the trees the are trees, killing yeah, him. yeah. Just incredible. Fuck. It's because the trees... Sometimes I feel like the trees are killing me, you know? <laughs> yeah, man. It's probably a good time to wrap it up. Definitely. <laughs> uh, you can find us <laughs> online, facebook.com slash heyfampodcast, or yeah. you can uh, even come and discuss the show with us in the uh, Planet Patreon Broadcasting chat. Great Mates group. Facebook group. Yeah, you don't have to pay to be in that one. But, but if, if you, you want to pay... If you want to get the deluxe treatment, um, you can he- head to our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash heyfampodcast. Uh, not only will you get access to some great bonus episodes, including commentaries for terrible movies and also actually good stuff like a, a radio show we yeah. recorded last month. We're almost going to do a new one soon. Yeah, next week actually. And Ayo. it's all about the, our favorite video game music of last yes, year. Yes, I've been thinking about it a lot. I've got Me like too. a master list, which I need to call five songs. I mean, yeah, five songs each. Yeah. It's going to be great. I have um, a problem that a lot of them might come from <laughs> the same era of my life. That's fine. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, we're not, we're not doing ever. We're just doing last year. Oh, I don't know if I played that many. No, no, I've... <laughs> I'll be able to find some. Don't worry, you'll be fine. Uh, but Ever's yeah. like hard. Was it sorry? Ever would have been hard. That would have been like all games from 1998. Like, oh, totally. Like Kikiri Forest theme, um, Clock Town theme, <laughs> the underwater theme in Donkey Kong Country. Like, I can do them now if you want. That would have been like just that stuff. No, no, no I, I want to do like <laughs> regular music, <laughs> one month, <laughs> video game, 
or, dun, dun. or, or soundtrack music. Marvel. Oh, um, I forgot. What, what, MCU scores. Going back to the um, Owlboy for a moment. The, do MCU the, scores. <laughs> uh, the uh, Owlboy score. That's great. Is like almost Ghibli level good. Yeah, in orchestral, parts. beautiful. It's incredible. Yeah. yeah. I downloaded it once you t- showed me it was online. Yeah, it's on, it's on Apple Music. Now. Yeah, it was so good. And Celeste is too. Like, yeah, I mean, I wish we were doing this year's because I would have had the songs already. Um, if you want to follow Angus on Twitter, you can do so at Jimmy Changus. I'm at Levdog, L-E-V-D-A-W-G. Um, we're also those names on Instagram. And everywhere, basically. Pretty we're good much. At, we, we bagged them. Yeah, we totally did. We got them. Uh, have, have, you, have, you got, have you got it on, on Vero yet? Uh, first person to be banned from Vero, so... What? No, I'm joking. Fuck Don't sign up to Vero. I wouldn't put that past you. Yeah, I know. Same here. Don't sign up to Vero. C- tell me why, what it is and why I shouldn't in 20 seconds. It's the fire fest of 2018. Okay, I read that tweet. I know, it's it's very that. suspicious that at the same time a lot of uh, C-grade influencers are saying they're all leaving Instagram. And going this, it was found out that they were paid to say that. No one's including on there, Zack Snyder. Including Zack Snyder, who <laughs> the app's four years old. Yep. For some reason, yeah, I don't know. I don't trust it. The guy in charge of it is the son of Aon, the Lebanese uh, assassinated Lebanon prime minister. Um, he's very dodgy. He didn't pay a lot of people for a lot of work, construction work and stuff like that. Like, it sounds like a bored person who's like, I want to do social media. The entire um, team behind it are all Russian, one girl. Like, really? It's 98% male. No one knows where the data's stored. Like, it's very untrustworthy. And the fact it popped up overnight and it's just like, this is the new thing. Yeah, fuck. And algorithms aren't that evil. Yeah, Like, wow. algorithms work basically to serve you with interesting things. So I should join? Oh, I've signed up for you. Yeah, yeah. thank you so much. Yeah. Your password's your, uh, your mother's maiden name. <laughs> um, let us know online if you want us to uh, do a commentary for the Rugrats porno. Oh, fuck. I thought you were going to say another Kevin Smith. I was like, no, I thought we stopped doing that. I was we'll like, do a commentary for his um, hospital, his hospital video. video. For Perfect. the operation. Yeah. Surely they filmed it. Uh, <laughs> looks like they're opening up the second valve here in the artery. Great. Look at that jersey. Looks like uh, Kevin is shaving his own taint area. He's going to, you know now, I was thinking watching that video, that's his thing now for the rest of his life. I almost died, man. And this is me now telling my story. (laughs) Like that's it now. Every stand-up he's going to do, every live thing is going to be about him dying. Yep. He's going to do like a My Heart Attack Year podcast. I can't wait. And he's going to make a movie about like, you know, this is the shit that he's like, this is my life now. So we should definitely start this episode with the Kevin Smith intro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt, I was doing that. We're gonna do that without a doubt. Amazing. Um, it's funny during the video he keeps saying, "Hey, man!" I was like, "Oh, that's like our intro." <laughs> uh, thanks so much for listening, and we will see you next week. Shave them balls. Enjoy your balls. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. It's not optional. You have to do it. <laughs> We used to go easy on it, but now you have to. Yeah. Yeah. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. 
Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com.